Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or visit their website at greyhoundpp.com.au. We hope that you enjoy this episode and thanks to everyone for your support in promoting our wonderful industry. Reflecting back on Saturday night, I mean, you know, that must have been, uh, you know, when you're racing two dogs down and you end up picking up 25 grand, it's not a bad, um, not a bad effort. Oh, it's a good, it's a good, good effort. <laughs> uh, it's a good concept anyway, mate. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, those sort of dogs like Kansas, they relish that sort of race, which is good for them, so yeah. Yep. Did you, um, did you sort of have that race targeted for him for a while? Uh, it was always in the back of my mind. Yep. And then uh, it put in two real bad runs, start with runs, the last two races. And I was arming on hard and I said, I'll, I'll give him a couple of trials. This is up to what he should be trialing. I'll put him in and hope he gets a, gets a start. And it was, it was the best day. It was, it was fur grade on the Saturday. I said it might be just enough to get him through, so I trialled him and he, he went to Richmond on a Wednesday, it was poor and rain and he went 30 and 30. Jesus. And I went, oh, he's going good still, so he's on song. Yep. I put him in for another dog too and he, he gives the other dog a, a hiding, so he, he's going good. So I'll give him one more hit out yep. around that though, where he hasn't had much experience. He went twenty nine fifty in the morning, and they reckon the track was a little bit off. And I said, "Well, he's on song." I said, "Just got to draw the right sort of run, beat, but he's half a show." You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Um, what did you think when, when I come up? Yeah. When I come up against Wow, when I know. I said, "Wow's at his best." I said, "We're not like if he runs twenty nine three, he's going to be too hard to beat." You yep. know, somebody. He's only running around the 60 mark, so we're a chance of beating him. Yep. And he, he was, so... What, what, what were you thinking in the run? Because, I mean, you know, Wow was sort of, you know, he was carving out some, some nice sections, um, you know, in front. Did you think he, you know, at one stage you thought, yep, he's, he's going to get him here, but were you surprised that he ran that quick? Well, when I see Wow now to start, I saw we'll just get behind him and he might duck off like he normally does yep. and roll under him. And then when they threw the pen, it was probably three in front of him and I went, oh, just stay with him, boy. Yep. You have to like, have a crack at the back and the home straight. And I got to the top drone, there was still a couple in front of him. I said, oh, you got to get a move on. Like, <laughs> you know, it's still like, I thought it was flavour, like, Yep. And then I, I just had a quick glance at the sections on the top, and I went, oh, shit. So this dog's actually trapped up real good <laughs> in the front. Yep. And then when I got to the 500, I, I saw him surge a bit, and he got on the outside of him, turned up bar, and I went, oh, I think he's going to get the better of me down the straight. Yep. And the last 20, 30 metres, he can't he just he went into another gear. Yep. And that's what he can do, you know. Yep. And I was just, I went, oh, I looked at the time and I went, oh, finally, you put the time on the board, you should be running here, you know? Yep, 
Yep, definitely. Uh, no, it, was, it was a very good match race for those dogs, I thought. Yep, so, oh, yeah. for sure. How did you feel sort of watching? You had to watch then the last um, the last one. Were you nervous at all thinking, oh, God, you know, he's just done all this hard work. It would be more luck to get pipped now. <laughs> when, I, when he won the thing, I was all around and seeing me grab, I said, surely, surely someone else can't run to me. I was real tall. <laughs> My dad were probably the two happiest blokes that he won because dad backed him and he just jumped off the lounge when he saw that time. I said, geez, dad, calm down. Like, he was just wrapped. <laughs> no, I, I was on to, I backed him to win the series and I, I backed him to beat well. Yep. Have you got any plans for him now, sort of going forward? What's sort of your next target with him? Oh, I want to get a start there again in a race. This end, probably Sunday. Yep. Um, I think uh, well, I'll probably get a crack at the Bulls of Thunder and then I'll have a forward that far ahead in the afternoon. Yep. Yep. No, that, that um, sounds good. In the back of my mind, I, I want to put him over 600. Yep. But I just, I just go on. He runs his time over 500. Maybe a couple more starts, you'll get the Angus race in the front. Yeah. Probably, I don't. I won't have to step him up, but it's still there. It's never going to go away to 600 races, so we'll just wait until. Yep. And particularly with um, that big one coming up next year, it's, um, you know, he's sort of got something to aim at as well, that 125k yeah, one. <laughs> You know, you've also got um, Zipping Sapporo who uh, who went nice at, at Dapto over the 600 as well. Your, your team's sort of just, you know, there's a, I know it's Christmas time, but there's a lot of sort of big races coming up now and your team's sort of starting to, you know, find their form, which is what you want this time of year. Yeah, true. But this, time, this time of the year is always exciting coming into the, the new year. We've got the, the National Derby, the Futurity, Pools of Thunder. Then you've got the Bull Eye Cup, and then, I don't know if Richmond's going to be on now, but Richmond and India Easter Egg, so that sort of three months, it's, it's damn-packed, you know, and you try to aim them up for those sort of races if you've got the dog, which is always exciting. Yep. Can you um can you knock off Pete Lagogiani for one of the million-dollar chases next year? <laughs> geez, I'd, geez, I'd love to. <laughs> I'd love to, but uh, it's hard. You've got to have the right dog, and... Peter's had the right dog both times, I think. Yep. At the dog the speed, you got the right draw, the luck when he's made. That's what it's all about in these big races. Yep. You've got to get the right draw and the luck. Yep. And if you can have it. I suppose, um, I suppose hopefully from Saturday night, Zipping Kansas might get a little bit of confidence from that run and, you know, like you said, he might be able to navigate his way through a field a bit better now. Yeah, well, too, so that's what I'm able to 
Yeah, they first start day he handled it real good when he won first up, he went twenty nine six. And then um, I think we took him back and the dog fell. He fell on a race and I went, Oh shit, bad place to be falling at wedding. Yeah. And it was a pretty bad fall and then um, I took him back to ball, I gave him two starts there. His first start was fast. He got hanged up on the outside of dogs and Vicky just hesitated, hesitated. And then um, we gave him another start and he, he went through the field nice. And then at COVID hit and I got locked down so I couldn't actually race the dog. And I think we gave him a start for COVID and everyone, different people handling and getting couriered down there. It was just too much for the dog. And yeah. Come out about 15 behind. Yep. So then I pulled the plug on that and I. I just turned him out for a month to the lockdown when I got him back and got him ready for the appeals of Vic Peters. And uh, he done the same again. Come out three or four behind, he slipped on the mat. But he got the run through and he, and he won the heat. And then uh, come against Bandit then and he went good. I, I thought his run was good. He yeah. went through the field real good. And, so I just he went good. And then uh, he got beat. I said, I still a good run. And then I gave a couple of weeks off and took him back and we probably had him in that night. So I was in Melbourne and he had the red, he came out all right and got to where he wanted and took off down the back and he got up to him down the back. I think it was uh, one of Frank Hurst's dogs, good odds cash. And got on the outside of it and I don't know if they bumped or anything and it just dropped out. And I went, geez, that was disappointing that run like. He should have run straight past him. Yep. I took him back another week or two later. He just got jammed up on the pegs and spat out the skip over him. It just it was a bad run. I was like 30 and 4. That's when I said, oh, what do I do now? Yep. Do I go to 600 or do I go for this bad chase? So I have two more trials to make sure we're still going. Yep. That's why I put him in the match race, so yep. just hope, as you said, it gives him the confidence now to get around when he probably might. So, yep. we'll find out the next couple of weeks what he can do. Yep, for sure. Have you got um, Have you got any other um, nice ones coming through your kennel that you're sort of excited about? Um, we've got a couple of nice pups there coming through, but they're probably eight weeks away. Okay. And there's a real nice dog there at the moment, Sean. Plenty of promise, but still very green in the box, just fucking around a bit sometimes, nailing the start, blowing it. But when he gets the start right, he's, he's running some exciting times. Like, he's actually trying quicker than probably when my brother had Kansas and Conway going through the pre-training. So, but still about eight weeks away, I reckon, before he gets to track that dog. Yep. No, nice. So everyone out there, put Jason in your black book for sure. <laughs> Yeah. We'll knock your price off real quick. So, I was going to say, um, yeah, Kansas on Saturday. That's what I mean. Dad couldn't believe the price he got for him. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes it happens, you know, you get the good prices and you look at the market and you go, I just think that's over because it's ridiculous. Yep. Yep. You have to last yourself and if it pulls off, it pulls off a dozen or. Yep. 
for anyone that doesn't sort of know, how long have you been? Um, how long have you been training dogs, Jason? How did you sort of get started in the in the greyhound game as a trainer? Oh, I've been in dogs all my life. Uh, my old man trained dogs. He was, he wasn't a city trainer, but it's just obvious. Used to race around the country track for that one last mile goal, but used to go to Penrith with him every now and again. So I virtually grew up with him. Yep. Um, for me, teen years, I I wasn't as keen. I just wanted to run a mark as a young fella does. Then I, I was working, and then I was going to work every morning. I said, I really don't want to be doing this. I was training dogs, doing my own things. It was probably in my mid-twenties that I started going real serious about the dogs. I'd stuck into it, couldn't. Went full-time, and the last 20 years here, I've been full-time with them all the time. So yep. We've had, we've had some handy ones along the way, so it's been good, a good ride. Yep. Is there, um, I know it's sort of, you've won a, a lot of good races, but is there a couple that, or one that sort of sticks out in your mind that's sort of your most um, memorable? Uh, probably a pause of thunder from two years ago. Yep. It was my first group one, and I don't have any seconds of words, I run a group one, so I was, you get in them, I was starting to get in them and go, on, I'm never going to win my life. <laughs> I was just happy to run a place. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Now, did 
that change your perception of box eight at all? Do you like it any more now, or do you still despise it? I still hate it. I absolutely hate it. I reckon in the last three months I've drove drawn it 12 times there. The last couple of times I've rang the graders up. What the bloody hell is that with the box? I could drawn the eight. The last time I can play sipping the man at the eight. And he won. And I, went, I nominated Dogs the next week, and they said, Still ain't going to box the wedding. I said, Just leave me alone. I said, He fluked it. I said, They fluked it. So they went, Yeah, it's one of the boxes I ate. I went in a box. Oh, now, um, I usually ask uh, every trainer this question, and, you know, there's, there's probably heaps of things you can tell me, but, you know, I'm just happy for you to give me one or two. What are some of the key things, you know, as a trainer that have sort of stuck with you that seem to be, you know, just the things that work that get the best out of your dogs? Oh, I was told, for a little trainer like Darren McDonald, I know Darren real close, Spent a lot of time with him when he was training. And it was when they work them hard, if they measure up, they measure up. Yeah. It's a hard work. And I've always stuck by that since his time. And since his, I've done it, it's worked on this place. So work them hard. They, they get walked every morning on a rider and walk out for 45 minutes. They're pretty, pretty galloping. They want to gallop every morning on their own. Yep. If they could work once or work on for quite a races and that's what we've done for the last three or four years probably and it's, it's worked real good for me. You can see my results that they stack up good now so yep. that's just the main thing I've done. Yep. Get them as fit as you can and hope for the best. Yep. You've been listening to the Greyhound Girl Podcasts with Dimity Ma, proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or their website greyhoundpp.com.au Thank you.